Drawing to conclusions, drawing to conclusions, drawing to conclusions. We draw and talk and that. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome. We're drawing to conclusions. And what is this I smell? You smell something? It's not my feet, I hope. No, it's not your garlic breath either. I smell a good story coming along. I smell a fresh story. Story. <laughs> Reading Rainbow. Rainbow. Who is this? We have a guest today. A wild Britney has arrived. <laughs> I thought you were going to do Pokemon music. Is that not Pokemon? <laughs> Pokemon fan. <laughs> I was trying to do Pokemon music. <laughs> anyway, this special guest is my older sister, Brittany Hennessy. She's a married woman. She yes. doesn't have the same last name anymore. No. Still. <laughs> Our ship name is Hennessy, so. Hennessy. So. Nice. Uh, yeah, she is a writer. A librarian, a annoying older sister. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just listing so. off her credentials. <laughs> so she's going to share with us, um, like, kind of the process of writing stories. And we figured that would relate to writing your, your stories for animations. And how, like, even in your animation class, you're like, you learn how to animate, but you might not learn, like, how to just write a story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's going to talk left about that today yes give us yes. insights of a writer that sort of things and yeah. because animation it is storytelling and exactly. it's important to know kiddos because you know whether it's written or visual there's a process yeah but yes um but before we get into it mm-hmm. um just to fr- <laughs> preface we're kind of on a backlog with the recordings right now um, so we've got like a whole fun stash of fun just <laughs> just waiting for it's you just, guys. It's just, just you like, wait. Just you wait. Just it's, you wait. It's, it's gonna coming. come out smack coming in the face. for you. <laughs> um our summer since we're you know recording here, our the postings is a little weird. It's it's different from our normal schedule, which I'm sure you have noticed. So I won't be addressing any news until we're kinda caught up with, you know, the times it of recording. It sounds like you're gonna like Say an apology video or something. Apo- no. <laughs> like I won't have any news at this moment. I'm like, so sorry. You're so late. <laughs> I apologize for my I, actions. I, I have no statement at this time. <laughs> <laughs> so until we're kind of caught up on our, you know, release schedule, we're we're probably not going to talk about you know much like time sensitive news just because yeah. you'll probably have seen it by then old news um but something a little little nugget for you right now there's a fun little drawing challenge kind of going around on instagram and i'm sure it'll be here for a while um it's the cnn or cartoon network ctn <laughs> i could why i was CTN. about to say cnn <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Cartoon Network uh, palette drawing challenge. So you take their uh, CMYK palette that oh. they use and you just draw something uh, using those colors. And I've seen several artists post those and continue on in that. Um, so if you're interested in that, keep on looking for those challenges because they tend to pop up 
quite Dude. often over the summer. So oh, that that's is... like seems like so many possibilities. Mm-hmm. Challenges are the best way to get you to just start. It's like you already mm-hmm. have kind of like starting place. All you have to do mm-hmm. is just embrace mm-hmm. the challenge and just go for it. Yeah. Like, you have like the prompt. You have like the yes. rules. Yeah. It's easy if there's rules. Yeah. yeah. And I the al- algorithm yeah. loves them. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's all I have. The news is closed. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess we'll transition then into Brittany. Yes. If you would like to tell us, uh, what do you? What the heck do you write? And what do you do? What, what do, you do? <laughs> is it like fan fiction? Is it like commercial Okay, don't bash on that too much, though. Okay, yeah, okay, actually, yeah, you know? true. I need to calm down. You can get published so and signed. Yes, <laughs> true. Yes, yeah. which Netflix is picking up on a lot of like the the hype, like mm-hmm. the after movies were like Wattpad originals, and now. They're published, and now everyone was reading them, and then there's shows, and just, yeah, it's definitely, like, a good starting place for you, like, you could put yourself out there somehow without having to, like, go through the whole publishing just yeah cyclone or the traditional (laughs) traditional path that you think you have to take. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, so (laughs) introduce (laughs) yourself. Sorry, Brittany. I'm so freaking rude. (laughs) Please share well, I with gave everyone. a good little like <laughs> intro for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I have my master's in library and information science, Ooh. which don't ask me to do any math. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't ask either of us to do it. Any of us to do it. <laughs> we are liberal arts. Yeah. Liberal arts. <laughs> it's more of like the Dewey Decimal System is the most smart, math though. type thing. Mm-hmm. So that's how the numbers are involved. Um, <laughs> Uh, I have a bachelor's in English, um, so I've always just been obsessed with books and yeah. reading. So I'm obsessed with fantasy. Mm. Um, so am I. <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> the obsession started with like fairy tales and Ooh. fairy tales retold. I've read a million of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> She's got plenty of suggestions if you want. <laughs> But Ellen Chanted by Gail Carson Levine is my favorite, for sure. I've read that the most times, and it's coming up on its 25th anniversary of being published, so that's super exciting. That's awesome. Yeah, so I've stayed in the realm of fantasy, because that's kind of what I love and know, Um, and I've read enough fantasy books that you can kind of really easily dive into it. I don't know. I like mm-hmm. to embrace the high fantasy worlds, um, but yeah. there's a lot of like magical realism, like Harry Potter. It's like in mm-hmm. the world as we know it, but then not. And yeah. like, so it's kind of easier to approach for some people to have like magical realism versus like the Lord of the Rings. Just total like, <laughs> like you, have you to know everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he has like a whole history book <laughs> yeah. of the of the series it's like it's a lot there's a ton there but sometimes you just want to dive into just harry potter yeah oh god sorry you know you yeah (laughs) so how long would you say you were a a, a little bookworm and what was the jump from uh you know reader enjoyer to i want to create this so 
I guess my my start of loving writing was just literally because I had good penmanship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, really? oh my gosh. Teachers like they were they were obsessed. Like little second grade me could so make jealous. perfect letters, and I would just yeah. It just wait. I need to see your handwriting. Literally, <laughs> our mom would be like, "Here, Brittany, write this card for it my just friend." <laughs> like, <laughs> unlock something in me. Then, like, I must be perfect every time. So I'd like take the longest in doing like the letter practice, mm-hmm. like every day, and yeah, oh all those like gosh. tracing the the line to learn all yes. the letters. I'm just writing. Mary is awesome, Whoa! but you know, good handwriting <laughs> is, is kind of so nice. like I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, isn't that so awesome? Then you can do super fancy. Wow. So it started with my obsession with penmanship, and then I started journaling, and I literally felt like endorphins after like just journaling every day. Oh. It was really weird. So I like would write pretty regularly, and it's fun looking at my old journal entries. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, the Bengals lost again. Um, <laughs> like eight year old me, like, oh, I'm so sad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh, Star Wars Episode One came out, and Qui Gon died. <laughs> I'm sad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Qui Gon was your favorite, and he, he was. immediately got shish kebab. Immediately. <laughs> Wait, this is spoilers for Abby. I don't know who Qui Gon is. Well, you he will. He doesn't will. last very long. You, you right, but oh. you will know. Okay. I will, show, <laughs> I will look. For I will shish show kebabs. you the way. <laughs> I will look for meat sticks. <laughs> Yeah, so obviously uh, we talked about Star Wars a little bit in our last one, so uh, they uh, know yes, that yes. is an inspiration. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, which Star Wars is arguably like a fantasy set in space. Yeah. Because mm. uh, it's set like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of like sci-fi is typically like futuristic. And... Isn't that like cool? Yeah. Like, I think that's cool because usually sci-fi is like all future. Yeah. But it's a sci-fi fantasy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't put it to words. I'm terrible at this. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's where I started really like um, liking writing, and I became obsessed with, like, the fairy tales retold, like I mm-hmm. said, and this book called Throne of Glass by Ooh. Sarah J. Mass came out. You recommended that. Yeah. yeah. And the, the, like, pitch is that it's like, oh, what if Cinderella goes to the castle to kill the king dun, dun, dun. and she's an assassin yeah what? She kill the king. so wow. that's how that started and became a huge giant like it's it's, it's everywhere huge. now like sarah j mass is like everywhere on instagram at least from what yeah. i can tell and like people become obsessed and i'm like yes <laughs> Embrace <Yes>. it. <laughs> You're not. You can't see us, but Brittany's eyes just went full bug yes. out. <laughs> it's like they're like, oh, guilty pleasure type of thing. Like, no, it's it's, it's popular because it's good. Yeah, like, it's yeah. not like even all that. It's, yeah. Oh, like, is it like a, a? Do people label it as like some type of? I mean, it's definitely an genre. adult. Like it, it starts moves to get more spicy, into an adult say. like yeah. scenes in there. You know. <laughs> But she's a really good fantasy writer. Like, I feel like people don't appreciate all the rest of the good stuff. Yeah, that's how they kind of are like, oh, it's only good because of that. But whenever anything, you fall in love with all of her characters because she's good at developing the characters and like putting that alongside like the plot and just beautiful world building and just, yeah. Yeah. 
people get your heads out of the gutter. Yeah. And into the book pages. <laughs> get in yes. this book. Look at the pages. Read the letters. We love the romance, though, because, you know, it's, like, inspired by fairy tales. So it's like, yeah. oh, but there's no romance. She's like, me. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So you would say fantasy was, like, your, your inspiration. Yes. And I, I saw Sarah J. Mass at a book signing, <gasps> and she was so inspirational and just amazing. I'm like... She made me feel like, oh, she can do it, so can I. Oh, so that's awesome. That's kind of like where that started, and I'm just like, just got to begin somewhere. Yeah. So then I guess it's the same for like music artists and, mm -hmm. you know, regular artists yeah. too. Of like, <laughs> it's not always, it's not your first one that'll become like the bestseller mm -hmm. or everyone will know. So it's, you just have to start somewhere or else yeah. you won't have anything to build up. On. Yeah. So, the first few attempts at writing a fantasy were just like nonsense. I'm just <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. But it's where I started. So, yeah. And now I like finally latched on to like an idea that I feel like could come together into a good, like, cohesive book. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Cause we, um, we kind of talk about it, like we go to a coffee shop and we're those cool people in there working on their little artsy things yes. in the corner. But Mysterious. But <laughs> I'm really just there like hunched over with like my toes all pointed in towards each other. <laughs> and, like, like the worst possible. Yeah, ever. oh my gosh, the worst. <laughs> Not very attractive at all. <laughs> but uh, like we bounce ideas off each other like so often and it's Ooh. cool that we can still do that even though like she's writing and I'm usually like drawing or painting or animating. Mm -hmm. And um, it's like, that's why I figured it would be good to have you on this podcast. Because I'm like, it's yes. still like, it's all connected. And I guess in any big animation, there are the writers. There are the actual yeah. like drawing it's artists. It's a whole team. Like it's, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. And um, I really took on the topic of learning about uh, graphic novels when I was doing my library science mm. degree. So that made me really appreciate, you know, like the artists, like like visual storytelling mm -hmm. too, um, which there's some really beautiful like fantasy graphic novels yes. out there too. Because it's like, oh, you don't have to explain it all. You could just literally manifest it, it <laughs> with like paint on paper i'm yeah. just like wow that's amazing i can't do that but <laughs> yeah i could do that for you you can <laughs> diabolical <laughs> plans are being planned right now <laughs> yes yeah so you focus on graphic novels and of how they're like they're a legit form of literature or like mm. just a legit mm. book there was a lot of controversy at first of like, oh, graphic novels don't belong in the classroom. Oh. They thought it was like a step down of like, oh, it's pictures. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it helped a lot of like kids get excited about reading and oh, cool. either stick with graphic novels or kind of get more comfortable with reading a book and not being intimidated by it yeah. and just move on to other just regular uh, just written yes. books that yes. that way drug to yeah. literature. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. I didn't even like think about that. Yeah. That's cool. Um, yeah, I guess that kind of is like the same with all like animations for kids. It's like all yeah, all graphic, all, all graphic novels. novels are for kids. kids. But if they're reading, 
Reading's good. Re yes. Read. 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 <laughs> yes. So you talked about uh, briefly, or at least you mentioned that, you know, this concept you're working on it is similar in that regard. So would you like to tell us a little bit about your concept? A little sneak peek. Little sneaky peek. Oh, if you so want to. <laughs> just like you have to start with something you're like personally passionate about. Mm -hmm. it, you have to like, or you'll notice that on the page of like, oh, someone who's really inspired and like they loved mm -hmm. this and they like know what the heck they're talking about mm -hmm. or like I don't know <laughs> um but I really loved how like in movies there was always like the crazy inventor mm -hmm. but they were always so lovable yeah they were like people were obsessed with that like <laughs> yes <laughs> the I'm, like, nerd. The nerd? <laughs> I'm like inventors need their day and I'm yeah. just like uh at least my protagonist she's an aspiring inventor yeah um but she is someone who, like, fails a lot. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, that kind of battle to keep trying even though you keep failing, mm -hmm. which I think a lot of people can relate to, just the fear of failure. and Yeah. yeah. Makes you not want to do anything ever again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but set in, like, a fantasy uh, Sicily like Ooh. old Sicily, so yes. There's a lot of cool folklore around how like the like island came to yes. be with like Ooh. nymphs and mm -hmm. like they collected beautiful things from around the world and found the most perfect spot of ocean. Yeah, and they cool. dumped it all in, and like an <laughs> island formed with like three capes, like. And that's how Sicily is like three distinct like kind of points. Mm -hmm. So when you find like the Sicilian flag, there's like it, okay, they're bent legs and it looks really it looks creepy, weird. But it's supposed Google to be the Sicilian flag yes. right now. <laughs> and but. yeah, so there's like a three bent legs of like the nymphs, the, the three legs. Like, so yeah. those are the nymphs' legs. Yeah. I guess somehow they magically yeah. get like Ariel, like they get yeah. like Ariel spelled it right. <laughs> yeah, so there's three legs all kind of turning one way, and then there's like a head in the middle, right? Ew! Yes. Yeah, a, a gorgon's in the middle. A gorgon. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because Athena is the patron goddess of Sicily, Sicily. if I'm correct. <laughs> in that. It kind of looks like this. a biblically accurate angel. It does, yeah. It gives you that kind of weird, unsettling, like, little bit there. But, yes. but what do you know? Well, people like, have it tattooed. It. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Legit, yes. man. Like, That's people wild. get this, like, can you imagine hanging a flag of that outside your house? It's like, I'm you not, know what it means, I mean, but everyone else will be everyone like, else be like, what the Wow. <laughs> I mean, it kind of looks like my first immediate reaction is, oh, that's someone giving birth. <laughs> like, it looks like a, a head crowning through a pair of legs. <laughs> a three-legged woman. The beautiful <laughs> island was born. Um, <laughs> what, a, what a birth that was. <laughs> And I'm gonna close that so I don't have to keep looking. <laughs> Sorry to any Sicilians, I just offended. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you. You've messed with a Sicilian yeah. when death <laughs> is on the line. <laughs> I am outnumbered today. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome that you pulled in like 
you you pull in a lot of like real life like inspiration like from Sicily and from nymphs and from other like I guess the other fantastical things too. Yes, but. yeah, for sure. Like just nature, like pulling out like Pinterest, you could go in a deep rabbit hole of just like fantasy world inspiration yeah. and you're just like mm. blown away and yeah. just that's why Pinterest boards are helpful when you're writing oh, or working on a project. So mood like mood boards work for yes. like wow. yeah. visual artists mm. and for mm-hmm. I guess authors. Like, Dang, yes. I yeah. Yeah. I didn't know. Ah, and yeah. it also helps when you get to the point where you want to, like, market your book. You could pull up a few of those, like, images, make that collage or, like, yeah, the whole montage of what to expect from this certain book. Yeah, kind of get the mood. Or, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I can't wait for that to be done because I've been, like, kind of giving, being a bouncing board for you. Like, mm-hmm. with, like, your ideas be like, nah, that's stupid. I'm like, oh, I thought it was cool. Like, <laughs> how long have you been working on this for? Um, I'd say... Because it was kind of, like, an idea, but then you, you finally think, sat down to, like, actually work on it. Yeah, I think I got the first, like, crappy draft from beginning to end <laughs> done in, like, was that a 2020 thing? Uh, yeah, or, so, pandemic sounds right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now are you going back and, like, refining your draft? Yes. And then um, I found, like, a critique group, which it's only two other people, but we've been consistent. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, like, they meet, like, consistently to to work on this. Yeah, we try to meet, like, once a month and, like, submit pages to each other. And that has been amazing because there's, especially with fantasy, they'd be, like, they'll point out, like... I don't quite see what you're getting at here. I'm like, oh, okay. Because in your mind, you're like, yeah, this makes it's sense. Clear. <laughs> see, I can it's see obviously it. looks like it. this. Yeah. And you're like, well, we need a little more. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, totally value feedback from other people. Mm. And they, are they also like fantasy writers? Yes. Okay. Yep. Oh, yep. I see. So I'm sure that helps because they kind of understand that process. Yes. <laughs> like the niche. <laughs> For sure. Do you have a title? Uh, the working title is Imprints of Curses. I love it. Everything subject to change. This is not an official statement. <laughs> but that's also the beauty of it. Like, it could always change, and that's, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of hard to go back on a painting i don't know mm. i feel bad for yeah the- <laughs> you go over it and, and then you're like, you're like uh. shoot it was better before let me try to do that again mm. oh nope it was worse oh oh okay this is all right <laughs> <laughs> but that's why digital morph into something new yeah almost. that's that's yeah. the cool thing too like sometimes you're like oh, i overworked this but sometimes it, it still works out to to be something cool. <laughs> so, since you you know you've gotten to this point, like, what is your uh, I guess workflow or how you like to build and uh, accomplish things? Uh, so I have I have a playlist on Spotify. Uh, but lately, I've been just listening to one song in that playlist just over and over. Mm-hmm. Ooh. 
for like writing sessions of like an hour or so. Mm. That way, I don't have to like have some weird mood shifts, I guess. Oh, or it helps like true. become yeah. just a steady like. Oh, it's all the same like tone. That way, like so. the next song doesn't throw you off to a different. Yeah. Thing. Okay. Do you yeah. listen to to lyric or is it just instrumental? A lot of them are lyrics, actually. Really? Whoa. So, for some reason, um, the song, like, Heartbreak Anniversary, <laughs> it has nothing to do, really, with, like, this, like the story, but mm-hmm. just somehow the way he sings and just the mm-hmm. the vibes. So, would you say... Just the, puts me in, like, a... So, like, the, yeah. the groove of the song gets you in a writing mood, not yes. necessarily the mood, like, oh, I'm going to put on this romantic <clears throat> song to write a romantic scene. It's yes. more just it gets you in the mood to write what whatever you choose to write. Yeah. So, okay. there's definitely more, like, upbeat ones. Like, I do have a few soundtracks, like Treasure Planet and, like, yeah. Sinbad. Because yeah. <laughs> there's, like, parts where they're on a ship and yeah. stuff and sailing the sea and... Yeah, Fantastic. so that helps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, like I, I've written before, and I, I've tried to do music, but it just like interrupt, uh, interrupts, <laughs> <laughs> interrupts my thoughts. <laughs> my thoughts going it, out. It just hits my brain. <laughs> I was saying. I don't think that Brittany's as neurodivergent as we are. That like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Neurotypical. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm divergent. What are you saying? <laughs> 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 I, although I'm not really sure I know exactly what that means, but uh, you're not as like you don't get as like interrupted by like those word yeah like yeah. stems. I don't know. Like uh-huh. I could take naps out. I remember when I was living at home? Yeah, I'd take naps out on the public couch. Yeah, I could just like, zone out. Brittany like, could just decide I to do know. something yeah. and do it. Yeah. And she could literally, she's like, she was her own alarm clock. She'd be like, I will wake up at eight. What? She yeah. goes to bed and it's wakes weird. up at eight. She's oh superhuman, I think. I'm a little scared. That's crazy. Maybe all the years of reading, I'm able to like blend out like sounds. Yeah, that's true. Me. Yeah. Just totally go into your zone. Yeah. I either get distracted or I hyper focus on it mm-hmm. and I ignore everything else. There's no like happy medium. No, there's no the su- su- like sustainable like good work no. balance. Yeah, ever. But that's good to know about yourself because then you should hold yourself to a standard of yeah. I need to sit and listen to the same song for one hour. And- <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's so interesting. So besides, like, listening to music that helps, like, get you in the mood, do you have, like, uh, a story web at all? Or, like, what is it, the the starting action, rising action? What's that little thing called? Um, Resolution. The climax and then the resolution. Yeah, it's, like, part of the traditional, like, story structure, Mm -hmm. the three-act structure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that helps you at least just get out a draft quickly Mm -hmm. if you like assume there's five main like plot points Mm -hmm. in each of the acts so you could write out no cards just have 15 no cards and you could write the idea of a story pretty quickly Mm -hmm. Uh, although that's way easier to do if you have like your main hero already in Mm -hmm. mind and you figure out their internal fear their lie like the lie they tell themselves oh. and what they want because characters always need to want something yeah yeah 
and you have to choose the character who will learn the most and grow the most. Mm-hmm. Cause like if Harry Potter started with like him already being a master wizard, like that would be kind of boring. Yeah. Like, <laughs> already walking. Had up a to good Voldemort. home life with the Dursleys. <laughs> like So do you write characters first and then plot or plot and then characters? The most current novel I'm working on, I think, worked because I focused on the characters first. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And then instead of trying to invent the wheel, even for like fantasy, you have to draw from inspiration from history or mm-hmm. other books you love. So, yeah, that's helped a lot too, because I was just putting on myself to like, I must make something entirely new no one has seen before. Ever seen. It's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I should have learned that from reading, like, fairy tales retold. It's like, Mm -hmm. I've read, like, 20 different versions of Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. But they're Mm -hmm. all unique, and I love them all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. And and that, like, takes away that pressure of, like, needing it to be perfect or to do this, like, insane, like, come up with this thing that nobody's done before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And with creating anything, everybody's done everything before. Yeah. There's nothing nothing new. (laughs) Yeah, and if no one can understand it, no one's going to read it. Like That's true, yeah. I feel like it's hard to understand like classics and literature with a capital L, but <laughs> I think it's because it's hard to understand, and it's not mm-hmm. very like easy to get into for like, the average reader. Like, yeah. I'm not going to give someone Catcher in the Rye just willy-nilly. Be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It wasn't really written for like during this time so it makes sense that it wasn't really written with us in mind or I don't know it just yeah it's like you discuss it like I love discussing those in like a class setting you get mm-hmm. to really unpack it and such but independent reading's a little different where you don't want to like them to hate reading forever because yeah. they're like <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah are you a symbolism fan? I, I know some authors are like really, really into it, and others are just like, get to the point. You don't need the door is red because the door is red. <laughs> Sometimes that stuff like happens without you realizing it. Mm-hmm. Just like some creative energy that just flows <laughs> through you. You're just like, wow, I didn't intend that, but <laughs> now I can see. Like, yeah. yeah. I think if they're deliberate, should be able to, like, be a good flow into the whole, like, novel. Mm-hmm. And it'll, like, hit, like, really good, like, when you get to that point. You're yeah. like, oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just, like, J.K. Rowling was very intentional about everything from, like, book one leading all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. So if you reread it, you're just like, wow, she referenced, like, the ending or our main part of the ending oh, right shit, here. Really. Like, <laughs> yeah. So it's mm. like when you know it all along, you're able to put in little Easter eggs. And yeah. when you get to, like, the end and the big reveal, it... More satisfying. It, yes, way more satisfying. Yeah. Mm. Delicious. Now, is this just a, a one-book shot, like a one-shot, or is this a, a series? I'm going to just make it a standalone, I think. Ooh, so. Okay. Not following the trilogy trope yeah, <laughs> of young adult novels. <laughs> I guess if, like, if I make my way through, it might end up being like two books. If uh-huh. like it turns out like, oh, well, this is a good leave-off spot. And mm-hmm. it so happens that way. Yeah, I'll if it's that, like but... a 2,000-page book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you might want to cut it at some point. <laughs> 
Stephen King. No, <laughs> no. We are, we are, we are calling you out. No. <laughs> so I was thinking that maybe I know that you wrote a lot of short stories, or yeah. I think in school, or yeah, did some like poetry and short stories, and um, those get to be even more intentional about yeah. like the purpose of it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're just another willy nilly like, why should we care? Like yeah. readers are like little children; you have to make them care. Like, yeah. like why do we care? I don't want like, to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's because um, I figured that that would relate most to or at least for me right now, like whenever I try to think of an idea for an animation or like an assignment, I'm always like, okay, this is going to be like 30 seconds. Like, and this is going to be a minute Mm. long. So I'm thinking like as far as usually you're kind of thinking short stories um, and that might be an easier process to explain (laughs) or like, you know, (laughs) kind of get into. Yeah, I think some like full-length novels start as short stories Mm -hmm. or like, uh, like a novella. Mm-hmm. Not short stories. What is Novella. That? It's just a short, well, like 150, 75 oh, pages. Oh. Hundred, yeah. I so. see. I see. Is your process any different for? Okay, so it's just a little more intentional for short stories than it is for like a bigger picture. Yeah, it's like it's kind of like listening to a song, I guess. Like a mm-hmm. song kind of is like self-contained story sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can realize that, or figure out, like, hey, is this just a one-song thing, or can I make a whole album oh, based cool. on the same Me. topic? Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to mm-hmm. figure out how much room the thing you want to tell, like, will take. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Interesting. So going forward, I'm not sure if you've mapped out or scoped kind of a plan. So you have your uh, your copy and you know it's uh, your final copy uh, do you plan on independently posting or maybe independently publishing or are you hoping to maybe network and get like signed on somewhere hopefully get signed on somewhere mm-hmm. ideally like <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you plan on submitting it like the i'm, I'm blanking oh. on the word Querying. So you start with the yeah. querying, and which is a weird word. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to explain that process for people that maybe aren't familiar? It's so you you present the book like kind of like elevator pitch, and maybe present like the first chapter or something, mm. and you like feel out for publishers um, of who you choose the publisher that like. Will publish the genre you're trying yeah. to do. So, <laughs> yeah. So for like a certain like imprint, like there's the main, there's a lot of the big wigs publishers, mm-hmm. and then like Harper Collins has like the children's publishing, which mm-hmm. I want to publish as a YA novel. So that'd be fall under children's publishing. Mm-hmm. So you go to their children's publishing house, like imprint, and you'd um, put up your querying through like the agents of mm-hmm. that so it's like yeah. it's it's a lot of different stuff yeah <laughs> but the agents kind of filter through like different applications um because there's a million different steps to go through because there's so many stories but they're like mm-hmm. okay can only publish so many yeah. like <laughs> yeah. uh but a big thing for novels is pitch wars so mm-hmm. you go on twitter and you like put out your story synopsis and then two like comparisons mm. like 
Shadow and Bone meets, you know, something else of like you have to compare it to two popular things oh. so you can market the book. So then um, if your tweets get like enough notice, then sometimes the, the agents will be like, hey, can you send me the first chapter of oh. this? And that's a way a lot of like the YA authors um, I've read in recent years have started their publishing journey. Social media so, is a powerful tool, yeah. ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Like yeah. those little challenges, those little like little I guess you said it was like a war. Pitch wars, <laughs> Pitch yeah. War. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you have to like kind of work your way up and yeah. if you make it into the final round and yeah. A lot and of them are published after that. Wow. And that's great too because that's already like just the public. It's not just the opinion mm-hmm. of like these big wigs like yeah. writing like oh am I gonna get enough money out of this or not yeah, it's like yeah. there are people that are actually interested already enough to like yeah vote it to win the little right? agents are like the little minions trying to oh, find oh it was like, agents yes. okay sorry yes, I, I think so too. yeah <laughs> I totally I missed that part I guess myself about everything but <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, yeah cool. so that's at least how like um, book serpent and dove I think was. Ended up being mm. published. So that became a big thing, but you guys probably don't know that. <laughs> I'm, like, I've, heard, I've heard of it for sure, but I haven't read it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you have to make sure to have like the actual full product mm-hmm. before going on yeah. pitch wars because you're just wasting everyone's time. Yeah. So just, oh shoot, yeah. has that happened before? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Like they'll say, hey, can you send me the first five chapters? And they'll yeah. be like, well... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So I went kind of... Uh, I'm not sure if Mary told you, but I was on track to publish a comic. And I Ooh. went the mm. the big company, big production route. And then COVID happened. Yeah. And the print house uh, closed. Yeah. And so now I'm talking with a family friend who is an author and he has published books and he's self-published. So he's been kind of mentoring me and how that works. And it's such a different world. Like you have, you really are selling it yourself. Like you become a salesman. Mm -hmm. Whereas when I've worked with an agent before, you know, they offer so much feedback and they tell you, you need to change this. Like. They're not Mm going to want to print that, you know, and they're very direct. So you have to sacrifice your creative liberty, but you get that exposure. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, you get full creative reign, but you're doing it yourself. (laughs) It's your own money, too. Yeah. So. Yeah. uh. You do have to put in a lot more work yourself, but Mm -hmm. like there's greater reward, Mm -hmm. I think, for some self-published authors. So. Most print yeah. shops mandatory print is twenty thousand or t- ten thousand or twenty thousand copies. Which, Whoa. if you're looking at twelve fifty a book <laughs> for paper, and that's like cheap acid paper. Yeah. That's not acid free. <laughs> uh, you gotta put some coin in. Yeah. But if you get your following going, you know mm. it. People are, you know. They'll, they'll stick with you no matter mm. what when they come obsessed with your, like, work and, like, yeah. anything Sarah J. Mass publishes, like, I'm going to buy it. I don't <laughs> care. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because that's how, like, nerds work. They will put the money <coughs> yeah. in no matter what mm-hmm. because it's something special. It's something that, like, is, like, 
something special that you love and that because it's not like a necessity in life or whatever it's something that like you choose to spend a little more money on this like extra thing and like it's 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 good good, <laughs> good content good. <laughs> yeah because a lot of people on social media like I know with EJ Smith that we interviewed mm-hmm. a few episodes ago she already has or they already have a lot of followers mm-hmm. and um, I'm they like became obsessed with their like characters already, and yeah. they haven't mm-hmm. even. She's not even, made or they aren't even. Done. Yeah, <laughs> they haven't even like made anything. Yeah, um, I-, I think like not even a big production. No, just yet. a trailer, just literally and, a like, trailer, and like a character art. model, and like they're gun ho. They're sold. <laughs> yeah. Um. Just any teasers you can give, like book trailers, Mm -hmm. that helps a lot too, even. Mm -hmm. It's just like a 20-second clip and, again, giving you the vibes of what to expect from the story. And you're like, wow, it's like, (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Yeah. A voiceover. Yes. Mm. Um, But you could even, like, start getting a following just by doodling Marvel characters. I feel like that's that's how this one author got noticed really like whoa um she wrote i wrote it down (laughs) nimona by (gasps) nd stevenson so she started with just doodling popular mainstream characters Mm -hmm. and that's kind of got her audience and following Mm -hmm. so that really helped her advance on to publish her own book that got an Eisner Award, so... Yeah, mm. and they're creating a mini animated series about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> that's another, like, no shame of doodling or putting out just Marvel characters or popular mm-hmm. characters like that. Because that was in their style, right? So Yeah. So they, they saw this thing, and were like, ooh, I like that style, and it's a character I already like. I think they're Lord of the Rings characters, oh, too. Okay, yeah, I don't yeah. think it was yeah. all Marvel. It was, like, I think they, like, did... Uh, Legolas and Aragorn as like camp counselor. Is that the one? I think. I think, I so. think yeah. So. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, don't don't make fun of like Wattpad or fan yeah, right. fiction. They I, are real. I, they they are they're real. legit. Archive they're of our own. They've they're, like created a, a lot of opportunity. They're doing the work, so they are. Yeah. They yeah. Are they've done more artists, more work like. than I have. <laughs> I know my way back in high school, my friend, she was really into One Direction. So she like read One Direction fan fiction. And she's telling me about this, like, it was written as a One Direction fan fiction, got picked up. It was so popular. She, but she had to change like the names. So like the main characters went from like Niall to like Steve. (laughs) I think like it's roots was like One Direction. Yeah. It's the same for Twilight, right? Wasn't oh, yeah, it was like a, a, a fan It was a fanfic of or no, Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, yes. yes. Shades of Grey was a fanfic of Twilight yes. and eh, became a big thing. Of... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't need to <laughs> give that book a platform. <laughs> Go read Huckleberry but Finn. <laughs> it still got a following and sold a bunch of copies. Like yep. it's just. Yep. How far were you willing to go for love? And you're like, man, that's polished man. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> and, like, I just, 
want to write about a little elf man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never read it, but uh, sometimes people will, like, copy and paste direct, like, ri- like you know, things that happen mm, in the book. Yeah. And it will make, like, zero sense, like, and he licked me on the ear. And it's just, like, the way it's written is so awkward. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, like, not natural. Like, left hand was backwards on the wall and it's yeah. like, so uncomfortable. <laughs> Continuity people. Yeah. <laughs> like did you even like go through a second draft? Like yeah. <laughs> romance readers are the most dedicated readers though. Well, really? They just kind of yeah. yep. deal with Anything They're there for the romance? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I bet. I guess she. They like knew their audience was like they don't care. Like, I'll yeah. just, yeah. like we just want to know. <laughs> like <laughs> this man's abs. How many packs? Does How he have? many abs? <laughs> that's all we need. There's also fun like Reddit threads of like. Oh, this was obviously written by a man. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, yes, yes. I am so yes. sorry. That guy got really loud. Really one of my there. hated books. Well, not hate. Hate's a strong book. But one of my strongly most disliked books is The Maze Runner. And the reason why <laughs> is because the writing is such like a man writing. Like yeah. they're in this like post-apocalypse. Spoilers, I guess. They're yeah. there's this post-apocalyptic. I can't say that word. Right yeah. I'm so you got, you got it. You got it. That we know that word. That is a dystopian like world. The writer says it's a word, so it's a word. <laughs> yes. They're they're all like dirty and like gross. You know, they don't smell good. But then they like write this new female character as she was so pale, bright, big blue eyes, mm-hmm. and big breasts and lips. Yeah. And it's just like you have to mention the breasts. Yeah, like, we have to aren't know. these teenagers too? <laughs> and like it makes no sense. The writing, so character descriptions mm-hmm. bad. Yeah, story is bad. Plot it's makes like, no sense. They, I know that some James, some I think is his name, men James and Dashner, mm-hmm. but like a lot of men can't. You know, yeah. it's like there, there's some that can. And he's a like, fifth grade teacher, or at least oh. he was. Oh, yeah. Like English, and he's teacher? writing about like teenage. Ooh, like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done. I like, I like that you touched your boob. I'm, at that. <laughs> I'm exposing you right now. <laughs> yeah! Oh, that's interesting. I I sped through those books though. They're really thrilling, oh. but yeah, it's things like that. You're just like, mm. it's Bam. more like thrilling and like fast paced so you don't have yes. it's not very focused on like those details I guess right or... yeah <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I agree yeah I I binge read all the Witcher books mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like a translation thing because it was in Polish originally okay mm-hmm. but you always knew like how big or small or black the rub of breasts there were and I'm like <laughs> okay alright thank you <laughs> Can't leave that to the imagination. Nope, can't. <laughs> <laughs> the readers need to know. They need to know. It's very important. But yeah. I don't know if it's like, oh, we're from Geralt's point of view. We have to make sure, like, he would oh. notice the breasts. And, like, I don't know. This but like, Yennefer's breasts are the best. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or are you a first-person writer or a third-person writer? Mm. 
Oh, third person. Third person. Yeah. Really? Mm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Cool. I would struggle writing Probably. third person. So you're first person? Yeah. Because mm. it's hard to think, like, like writing style. It's like I, I start to write like they're... You know they're talking yeah. and they're thinking because I yeah. like to show character then you thoughts. Can ex- and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, if I'm third person, I can't show their thoughts. Like, as, oh like, yeah, as much it. as you want. To- yeah, yeah it just true. depends on like the story. I know a lot of contemporary are like first person point of view. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whereas I think it works best for like fantasy to be third. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just or it tends yeah. to be easier to write oh. in the third person okay. at first. Um, okay. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I know that there are some, like, newer, I think it was, like, a newer way of writing where, like, each chapter was from a different character's point of view, first person. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people don't like that. Mm -hmm. But, like, I didn't mind it because I did get all those details of, like, all their thoughts and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I think people just didn't like that you didn't get the whole story all at once. You couldn't just jump back and forth like as much mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you had to be with this character for the whole chapter mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what book that yeah. was but it's, it's a common or not common but you know people use that yeah. mechanic yeah so like you know animation you can do anything you want mm-hmm. <laughs> is there any advice for I guess that writing process or what to keep in mind I don't know anything <laughs> any writing material yeah. really. I'd yeah, say any. another like type of like mood board so mm-hmm. you could be more intentional about like oh I'm really going to focus on I want them to feel like I don't know not confused I don't know or yeah. like if you, if you like want to have them feel like oh they're underwater like yeah. or keep it focused on the energy and feel of it okay. I'm trying to think of how I interpret like visual so- art um <laughs> So, yeah, probably mood boards would be a big thing. I know we have, like, mentioned that before, but... And, like, okay, so what even colors with, like, best evoke this certain emotion okay. do you want people to feel? Like, feel like reds are angry, more mm-hmm. passion, right? So Like, more passion, yeah. Yeah. So you'd put, like, oh, have a passion as, like, one of your main words <laughs> to focus on, you know? Like, okay. So it's, like, adding tags, like, on the bottom of, like, oh passion oh angry red or like yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) so it could be like categorized almost that's easier to like market it and make it connect with other things similar to that okay so yeah so make sure to have a clear energy yeah otherwise maybe halfway you kind of forget oh what was the purpose of this and you have like something to go back on Mm -hmm. like oh i was inspired by spirited away Mm -hmm. and i want to go back to that more like whimsical like (laughs) and i don't know what style that's animation that is but just very traditional, yeah, like right, beautiful. Yeah. Just oh gee, can never reach that level ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. So it's, definitely, yeah. Mood boards and like music playlists, just to help you immerse yourself into it too. Mm-hmm. Just embrace the madness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and don't don't be afraid to just kind of like write 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 and then be like at. Ah, yeah, that that's bad, like, but it led to this good thing. Yeah, it's like have fun getting your inspiration, mm-hmm. but know like, oh, I have enough. Let me cut myself off and like put down words or your initial sketch 
and just go from there. So, okay, so once so make a clear you have to cut fill of that. Your creative well, as mm-hmm. they say. Oh, cool. <laughs> Get your buckets and then yeah, <laughs> fill them up. So then maybe when you're going back to painting, like three days later. You have something you could look at, and it'll help you get into that same mindset pretty quickly. Yeah. It's not like you're starting from a blank To canvas. remember, like, mm-hmm. the point. Yes. Because I think that a lot of times, especially in animation, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. <laughs> I spend, like, hours on this stupid little thing, and then, <laughs> and then I'm like, this wasn't even, like, worth it. It's not even that for the point, <laughs> that yeah. point of the scene. Uh-huh. It's not even, I, like, would probably cut this if I didn't work that long on this. Yeah. Like, I would probably mm-hmm. just cut this out. <sighs> so. <laughs> Get yeah. lost in the sauce. I got lost in the sauce. <laughs> okay, so keep it clear. Get the mood. Fill up your inspirational, like, bucket of of yes of sauce. Of the suas. Yep. <laughs> so you say, like, cut yourself off then, and then you actually have to, like, write at yeah. that point, you right? You can't just stay on Pinterest mm-hmm. for two hours and be like, eh, <laughs> maybe I could have stopped an hour ago yeah. and started writing instead. But <laughs> Okay, then you write, and then you can go back to the inspiration and, and write. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Any more? Any more advice? advice things you want to maybe promote or get out there? Just do it, man. <laughs> or like, no. Just do it. Well, anyone, anyone can. Um, and yeah, like there's not a story that hasn't been done before, so it's literally no pressure at all. Mm-hmm. Um, you can sit down and write what you what what you like and what you're passionate about. So mm-hmm. yeah, awesome. And to our <laughs> listeners, keep your eyes peeled for Brittany Hennessy on your local bookshelves. Yes, yes. and. My friends in the workshop who are supporting me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to help them out? Uh, Megan Simmermeyer, who Megan, 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 Megan. way further than like I am on my draft, so she's looking to query like after she's done with this draft. So we're like, Ooh, that's awesome. She's soon coming, man. Ooh. Like, <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know how to pronounce the the guy's name, Michael. Perowski, I wanted to say. <laughs> He's Good a friend I made Michael. through NKU. Thanks, nice. Michael, for your feedback and Michael, everything. Michael, Michael, yes. Michael, Michael, Michael. But his is a wonderful, like, British-inspired. Mm. Yes, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Megan's is more similar to Sarah J. Maas, so mm-hmm. awesome. everyone's going to love it. Yeah. <laughs> Very popular right now. Yeah. Yes, so... Hopefully the three of us get published someday. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Aww. That's so it's so like inspiring. Titans of the literature industry. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yep. You just have to have someone read it because if you yeah. want to publish, you know, like other they're people gonna are gonna read, read it. it. They're gonna, yeah. that means they're some gonna will read hate it. it, some will love it, some will feel meh, but it's out there. So. Yeah. Art. Art. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I guess we'll now we'll doodle our conclusions. Yeah, we're gonna hop, skit, skittily catch a boat with our fingers and pen, ink, paper. But we'll be back. Yeah, Brittany's gonna doodle something too. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) be right back. And we're back. Would you like to share with us what you drew? My conclusion. Yeah. Is 
um, little Ray from Princess and the Frog. Oh, <laughs> and he's like, do it, just do it. Oh my gosh, we did similar. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, for the piece, he's like, for what you love. So, you know, it's like what you're inspired by, for what yeah. you love. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> oh. What did Brittany? What did you do? Uh, yes. I wrote in fancy cursive. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Shia LaBeouf <laughs> slash me. And a little bee. And I tried to draw a firefly, but I turned into a flower. <laughs> I literally did like the circle filling. I'm like, hey. Now it's a beautiful uh, oh, sunflower. That that's wonderful. You are a true artist. <laughs> and Abby, what did you doodle? I drew Brittany with the reading rainbow sign oh, nice. and saying, just do it. It doesn't oh. make it's the they're random pieces, but that's my thought. Yeah. <laughs> that's like what has been the message from every guest that we've had. Yeah. Is literally just do it. Yeah. So I'm like, but I'm avoiding doing. <laughs> <laughs> Avoid it. Avoid it is what my brain is telling me. But everyone else is like, just do it. So I guess I gotta. There's like a certain word for people who avoid like doing art or something mm-hmm. they love. It's a weird avoidance of like, I want to do it, but like yeah. this will bring me joy if I do it. But for some reason, I, I'm avoiding I, doing it. Yeah. But like. Mm-hmm have to make it as easy on yourself as possible just to like get your butt in chair mm-hmm. and do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's definitely me. But yeah, yeah. mental this is great. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Brittany. Yes, for- thank you for Yay. coming on. Yeah. Everyone, is there a place you want them to check you out? Yeah. Or just stay tuned. Um, or just stay tuned. And I'll share on my Instagram, which is Scripturiant Brit, because Scripturiant's a fancy word for people who love to write or obsessed with writing. <laughs> so yeah, I'll be sharing it and like tagging you guys on it. Yay. Too. Follow, so, follow, follow. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Dude. Great. Well, your social handles, Miss Ma'am. I'm maryhine.art. Yes, she's on nice. Instagram. And you, Abby? <laughs> I am Fadoodlesfuff, F-A-D-O-O-D-L-E-S-F-U-F-F. It's a, it's long, a long, long one. But check us out there. And of course, our Instagram, dtc.pod, Pod. all lowercase there. You can find by, behind the scenes teasers, yeah. trailers, and pictures from this check episode. Check out our little doodles. Of course, the conclusions. The conclusions. Yes. Follow the us. Conclusions. Retreat us. The Not retreat. This is Instagram. But yeah, <laughs> those things. All <laughs> those things. Social media. Do it. Do it, do it now. Connect. Do it now. Connect. Connect. <laughs> I'm calling you to action. <laughs> All right, everybody, until our next episode. Yeah, we'll see we'll you see later. You Bye. Bye. <laughs> I guess you're a pretty good sister. <laughs> 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 I ragged on you too much. So. <laughs>